0: We are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career.
1: They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County.
0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have Mike Roberts. Mike Roberts, and today again, another home game, Mike. Another one. I and mean, if we're on a streak. If we're on a streak. Back to back home games, all yeah. right. Uh, we'll be getting on the road soon, I'm sure, but uh at least one more episode here from the barn, here from the In just Henrico a couple days. Yeah. CTE offices, okay? Yeah. Um, but we got some special guests in here as always. Two guests for your listening pleasure here today. But before we get to them, got to remind you guys, check us out on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at the handle Henrico CTE and the website, www, too many W's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting the W's out. You know what? You always Henrico say. CTE.com, okay. That's, exactly. why, That's you why I try don't to, need them anymore. Yeah. don't. I always, I always point that out, but here I am trying <laughs> to add the W's. Okay. com. Check us out. Stay up to date. Uh, with us and Mike uh, tell them where they can find the podcast
2: Uh, the podcast you can find it on our host anchor.com but you can also find it on Apple, Google, Spotify and many many more of the other smaller uh, places
0: you can listen to podcasts yeah the places podcast venues venue that's the word I was looking for that that was escaping me (laughs) that's the one you always use Mike you (laughs) know know what I mean still recovered from vacation there you go we all are we all are okay okay but uh, not to delay any longer, we have two very very special people here uh, to talk to you today a little bit about career and technical education and why it's important. We have Susan Moore and Zach Moore, and if you guys could just tell me you know your titles and what you guys a little bit about what you guys do as far as professional you know professional work. Okay, we'll start with you, Miss Moore, Miss Susan Moore.
3: Okay. Um- I am director of what used to be construction and maintenance. We just recently changed our name to facilities for Henrico County Public Schools. And we do all things bricks and mortar for 72 facilities throughout the county. All right. And Zach?
1: I work for Richmond Machinery. I am a mobile mechanic working on paving equipment, Volvo, Doosan, uh, Dynapack, any anything pretty much.
0: All right. Awesome. And I forgot to mention, guys, that these two people are are related. I was wondering if you were <laughs> yeah, going to bring I that up. <laughs> cause forgot to throw that There's in there. There's going to be a gap there. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> to throw that in there. Okay. So, uh, Ms. Moore is Zach's mother. So, yes. there you go. Now, you guys know the relation. Okay. Connected. Um, not only through CTE, but uh, through blood, I guess, mm-hmm. as well. And oh, yeah. DNA. And all that <laughs> yeah. biological stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, take us down your career pathways, guys. We always like to, on this show, talk about career pathways we're about careers it's in the it's in the acronym cte career and technical education career is the first thing so uh susan or zach whoever wants to start take us down your career pathway how'd you get to where you are today
3: okay um i started out i went to college for architecture so I actually have a degree in architecture. Uh, and shortly after I came out of school and started working in the design world, I developed a specialty in commercial roofing consulting. So, yes, I do go on roofs. Uh, not as much anymore. But um, one thing about it, it gave me an opportunity to be in the construction side of the world, um, more so than the office and the drafting table. Um, and I found that I really liked that part design is really awesome, but seeing it actually built is the super phenomenal part for me. And you feel more hands on, on. okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Closer to the game.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a consultant to the county for about 10 years and then was fortunate enough to become project manager with construction and maintenance, and two years ago, was promoted to director of the department. So uh, all my years of uh, working in the construction industry and the design industry uh, have brought me to where I am today.
0: All right, we actually have a CAD program, which actually deals with architectural design. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, so uh, CTE leading on up to some pretty, pretty successful careers. Okay? Yes. Right, Mike? I mean, oh, yes, let, let, definitely. Let, let, let's be honest. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> uh your pathway please
1: uh i actually started at the hermitage automotive tech center i did the two years there um went on to j sarge which is where i discovered welding i spent the last seven years as a structural iron worker welding uh buildings anything like that from handrails to uh just all around building stuff In the last four months i Switched over to my now job at Richmond Machinery and Equipment, uh, working on heavy equipment, still doing a little bit of welding on frames or anything like that, but a lot more into the background of the mechanic stuff, turning wrenches, um, just fixing all, all the paving equipment.
0: All right, you know and awesome. one of the things we'd like to point out in this show as well is that you mentioned you were in the automotive technology mm-hmm. program at Hermitage. Yep. How much of what you learned in automotive technology would you say is helping you now even though you're not you're in a sort of a different field but Mm -hmm. you know it's not really all you know all that different some of the things remain the same as they are different
1: yeah absolutely um it's all relatively the same you know you get your basics down and I mean a bolt tightens right loosens left and (laughs) everything's pretty similar for the most part it's just bigger on the stuff I work on now and um, Probably a little,
0: lot more diesel than gas.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A lot more diesel now. Yeah.
0: Well, when did you guys know that you were on the right career path? When was that like, oh, you know what? I'm really enjoying this. I'm all this. right with this. <laughs> yeah. you know,
3: this is
1: a good spot
0: to be in.
3: For me, I have to say the roofing part was a bit of an accidental thing because the first firm I worked for had this roofing department. And as i developed that specialty in roofing and got to do a lot of the things that some of my peers were not getting to do being on the job sites i started managing projects much quicker Um, and for me roofing is is very much a need Uh, roughly you'll hear a lot of people say about 70 percent of construction litigation is building envelope or roofing related Um, so it's a really important part of the building So I I think as I came through, and there were a few minor adjustments in the career along the way. I worked for a contractor for a while. I highly recommend it to anybody in the uh, design and the project management industry. It's a good thing to kind of see the world from another guy's shoes. Um, But I think it just was kind of a gradual thing for me that I love what I do. My husband has a saying, uh, if you like what you do, You'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, we that's tell true. that to the kids a
0: lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like one of the things we always leave off with.
3: Yes, and and, and it's true. I, I very much love what I do, and I love to see young talent come through. Um, I love to mentor young people in the different areas. There's there's so many different venues that CTE can lead to, um, a lot of untapped areas, and and. You know, I've worked with Mac Baton, and and want to be a big part of helping CTE kids make it and find out that college is not necessarily the only path to success.
0: Right. So, Zach, w- what about you, man? You, when did the light bulb say light bulb <laughs> tick on, saying, Yeah, you know, this is this is pretty sweet.
1: I have always had a knack for just tinkering with things, working on stuff, and when I found the automotive program, I was a little bit into the car scene before i even got into the automotive stuff but once i did that i i realized it's really something i have a pretty unique gift with um just always been able to take things apart put them back together correctly properly um and just going on from there i wouldn't really say you're ever like in the right path but if if you really enjoy what you do right uh, i agree with my dad and my mom you never work a day in your life as long as you're enjoying what you're doing.
2: So for you, there was really no question when when you first signed up for the, at the A-Center for the automotive <laughs> program that you knew that's what you wanted to do. Oh, this a, wasn't a question.
1: Absolutely. I yeah. mean, it, it was definitely something I wanted to be there for versus just showing up and going through the routines.
2: Yeah. Did, was that a similar, just as an example, some of the other students from, that were in your class at the time, I mean, did you, did they have a similar type of opinion when it came to whether this was just something they wanted to try it out or whether this was something they were committed to right off the bat?
1: I think a lot of the kids in my class uh, were pretty committed to it. A lot of us were kind of similar into the fact that, you know, the classroom scene isn't really our forte, but when we get to sit down and break stuff apart and learn how it works, figure out what's wrong with it, how to fix it, I think that's where a lot of our bells started clicking versus, you know, just looking at something on a chalkboard or Dry erase board. Someone's telling you it. <laughs> I, I, I'm a very hands-on yeah. learner, and that was definitely the route I like to choose. Right.
2: I mean, in my case, I graduated from Chesterfield Technical Center, a okay. two years automotive program too. It's something that I didn't continue. I did make some radical changes in my career path, and, and Mike always went everywhere. Oh yeah, and <laughs> i probably still, everywhere. you know, got one more ch- <laughs> career change before I'm done. No, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm a podcast guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. but uh, full time, go full. time But it, for me, it, it was also I was, it was I was not the one who enjoyed sitting in the classroom. I wanted to be doing something, being sta- you know standing at the bench, working you know on and in my next career after working on cars was computers and that was because I found out how much it was, it was when they when I was in the technical center, is when they started having computers and cars yeah. and i found out i had a knack for it and the teachers would whenever a car came in when a customer car came in if there was a computer problem they gave it to me and um it, that eventually turned into some years maybe 10 years after i graduated from high school where i switched completely out of cars and working on computers and networks okay. and all that other stuff and but i found out i had a a, a desire to do that from automotive and that, that all that information that knowledge in my head and experiences still come with me today even though i'm not and i take a some people even say I, I have a diagnostic look when it comes to when i have a computer problem that i'm looking at it as if i was looking you know do i have a spark problem do i have a fuel problem do I have, you know what so it's um it's something that you know just what you learn always goes with you and they can apply it to the next thing to the next thing so yep. i think it's really cool life, Absolutely,
0: life skills so zach uh your mother's been in a i guess called it a skilled trades profession for quite some time did that influence you in any way to maybe go into something like that yourself when you were younger maybe
1: uh, I really don't think so. I, uh, I never really looked at it that way. Um, I I just figured her work was work, and <laughs> I was just kind of I was kind of pursuing what interested in me. So All right, gotcha. I, the, you have, he has a, a brother, right?
3: Yeah, he is a twin. A yes, twin. He has wow. a twin brother. Me too. He's a twin. <laughs> no kidding. He is yeah, a twin. I oh my a gosh. Twin as well. That's yeah. amazing. But <laughs> a
0: twin for 27 years. That's it. Only, so 20, only 26. 20, 26. Okay. There you go. Yes. Hey, I'm Are you not baby the A
3: or baby B? I'm baby hey. A.
0: Okay. I'm not hey. the youngest guy in the room. Okay. <laughs> Finally.
3: There we go. 27.
0: Got a year on him. There we go. I'm One thing I can tell
3: you about Zach is that mechanical aptitude has always been there. Okay. He, as a kid, and I mean seven, eight years old, his dad is a retired firefighter so there were a lot of days where dad wasn't around and i'd come out and his bike would be completely dismantled (laughs) 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 but he would put it all back together again and uh you know i think the really cool thing about zach is he never has a fear for any of that he just dives right in and goes after it and i think that's what a lot of kids need to be encouraged with is you know it's okay to mess up or to, right.
0: you know. Just to go out there and get the experience in general, right? Get it's out just, there and try it. It's just, it's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So, what does is, what is, uh, uh, Twin Zack do? <laughs> <laughs> Twin Zack is Luke. <laughs>
3: um, Luke did the college path. Okay. Um, and went through Lynchburg College, now Lynchburg University, I believe it's called. Okay. Um, and ironically, He came out and looked for a few jobs. He did a sports management degree and looked for a few jobs in the sports field and ended up applying to the Henrico Fire Department. So um, following which some folks see that as, you know, kids can go into the fire department from a trade, you know, from a, a high school standpoint. Um, Some of the fire departments do look for the college degrees. They like to see that on the applications. But I still consider it more of a trade, so he ended up doing the trade route as well.
0: Right, okay. So uh, on the topic of, you know, your mother, you have two boys who are fairly successful. What is some advice you might give a, a parent as to how you can help your kids get exposed to maybe something that they might be able to turn into a career in the long run?
3: I think the biggest thing is is allowing your kids the opportunity to explore and try things and i've told mac Baton this story before um i was one of those and that was because that felt like college was the path college 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 and and that was what i grew up with i will say that ironically i grew up with that from a, a man that went through the norfolk naval shipyard and did a trade apprenticeship there uh then went to the war and came back and went to school on the gi bill so you know for him for my dad it was very much a a a boon or a godsend for him to be able to go to college because he never would have been able to do that before but in that process you know he all five i have four siblings all five of us went through college and with my two and having twins, um, <laughs> who are very different, I will say, um, which is a good thing, seeing the different things that they like to do, seeing Zach and his very hands-on and mechanically oriented thing, it started to make me rethink. And it started to make, and working in the trade industry, I, we've got a dire shortage of trade positions in the industry definitely yeah um the young people are not coming into the industry as much as they used to um the young people that are in the industry i don't know that they're getting the benefit of what the older guys know i strongly encourage all of our older uh skilled trades people make sure you're mentoring the young people in the industry um but the biggest part as a parent is it doesn't matter what the route is. If your child is happy, if it's fulfilling, if they're getting their their life skills and they're making, you know, paying the bills and, and creating a living for themselves, it's not a bad path. It's a good path.
2: And it's a success. So being that, you know, from where you came from with the, the co- you know, college was the only option. um what was it? What would you say with with your children? Was the aha moment that said, you know, maybe that's not always the case, you know, wh- you know, because there had been a it didn't necessarily have to be a single moment, but when seeing Zach, I mean, there were mm-hmm. where along or what was it you think that might have been the, you know, I think Zach's still on a good path, but it's, yes, it may not be college, but what do you think?
3: You know, I think when I saw him get out into the working world at a young age, mm-hmm. um, I, I joke about the fact that, and sorry, Luke, he's probably going to hurt me. With this. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Luke, how, how you doing, man? We'll have you on next time. <laughs> um, Zach was my birdie that flew the nest. I, you know, I was hanging on to his little feet as hard as I could, right. and his wings were flapping as hard as they could. And he won. Um, you know, he went out, he started making his own living. He started doing his own thing and he was succeeding at it and I think that for me that was probably the aha moment because as a parent you always worry about your kids I you know at 30 or 40 or 50. Sorry, bud, but I'm still (laughs) going to worry about
0: you. I was going to be mama's baby or pumpkin in some regards. Exactly. (laughs) Now, his his
3: brother was totally comfortable at home. You Mm -hmm. know, I joke about Luke was the one that we were pushing out of. (laughs) 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 Um, And they're both very successful each in their own way. Um, But I think it, for me, the aha moment was letting go of my fear and knowing that zach had to make his own path and had to make his own mistakes and learn from his own mistakes that i couldn't i couldn't prevent every mistake he was going to make um so him getting out and i at 18 he headed out the door found an apartment he and a buddy moved in he got a job uh, it, it was all there and he was clicking it right in there together um and he explored a few options you know he did the the auto mechanic in a regular auto mechanic shop for a little while and i think he found out that wasn't exactly where he wanted to be and it wasn't too long after that that he started working in the the steel and the welding Mm -hmm. and and he came through the ranks on that too he put in his dues as the truck driver wasn't it um and ironically had shoulder surgery and they had to find a new truck driver so that's when he got moved into the full-time welding so it's been fun to see his progression right and that's a big part of the trade world that I think a lot of kids don't realize is you know you got to get in there and you got to pay your dues and, oh, yeah. and you got to put in some time at the bottom rungs of the ladder and it's not always pleasant and it's not always fun but it's part of the process right.
2: yeah we do we do um the mock interviews with a lot of our students and uh one of the things that i go off script a little bit is talking to the the, the students that i'm interviewing doing the mock interviews and letting them know you know you're going to have you're going to have issues because of who you are and because you're gonna, like you said, you're gonna have to pay your dues, and they don't know that's coming. They have no, they just think that they're gonna be treated just like an adult when they get out of high school. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, I like, you got it. You know, yeah. I came from my my dad was in, you know, came from is uh, a crane operator, is a you know machinist, and he did all kinds of things and knew everything about everything. And loved working with his hands it didn't matter what age was even when he was a supervisor working at Reynolds, and they had a machine a machine that was had to be broken down he was come home just as black and dirty as he did when he was younger when now he's wearing a shirt and supposed to be sitting in the office he had to jump down in the pit with the guys and you know it's you got to pay there's a certain amount of things that you've got to do before you're going to get that respect from your peers Mm -hmm. in in this world you know and you know, it, it's it's just something that they need to know and hear that from adults, mm-hmm. so they know that's coming. So, yeah, got
0: gotta put your time in on yeah. the topic of students working. I understand you guys actually hire uh, some students.
3: We do. We have at least four summer part time positions, and we try very hard to get the CTE kids in those positions. Um, we have the full set of trades within facilities. We have, uh, plumbing, mechanical, electrical, uh, welding, carpentry, CAD. Um, Mm -hmm. we have an architectural technician and we usually try and find a a CAD intern to come in and, and help him with stuff. So we have a lot of the different areas that we can expose kids to at least a part of what the world is about, or at least a, a portion of the world, a um, couple of years ago, when I came into this position, we weren't real successful at getting people in. So we found out that you know we weren't keeping up with the times as far as the hourly rates. Um, I can remember back in the day when two sixty five was the uh, <laughs> minimum wage. Two sixty five, man. <laughs> Um, so we adjusted that, and now we're having better opportunities with getting kids in. We actually have a young man from Verona who is doing with working with our HVAC crew. Uh, we have another young man working with our HVAC crew, and um, I believe we have one other coming in to uh, potentially help with the CAD. Uh, but it's a process, you know. We're kind of working out the kinks on getting the kids and we like to do the interviews. I I like for the kids to come through and do everything they would do under a normal job application process. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that's really important. Uh, you know, with our trades people, if they're looking to go for a promotion, we offer up the opportunity for them to mock interview with some of the professional level people we have. We've got some licensed architects and engineers and, nice. um, you know, people that are way up there in the degree field and, and people that have years and years of experience. I've been in the industry for over 30 years. Um, so we work with anybody that wants the help to go through the process as well. But um, I would love to continue that program and uh, grow it even larger. I think you know getting some folks that see that the county is a great place to work and um, o- offers a lot of opportunity. Uh, I, I would love to bring as many CTE kids in as we can get. <laughs> We'd love
0: to give them to you, I'm yeah, sure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hand them off. Hearing what you guys offer, that that is absolutely amazing. With some of the kids coming in, may be a little bit nervous. They may be a little bit overwhelmed by the opportunity. So, how do you help those kids get acclimated to you know coming into a new place and not being afraid to to fail, not being afraid to try? And maybe Zach, you can talk about this as well how did you kind of get over the butterflies in your stomach when you're starting something new that you know you have some idea about but you've never been away from the nest so to speak
1: i was always the type that dove headfirst into it i mean (laughs) zach has a problem (laughs) (laughs) i I mean i still got the butterflies and stuff but i realized real quick uh the only way to learn is to fail you have to fail you have to you, you can't fix something if it's not already broke. Um, you got to go in. You got to put the time in. You can't be afraid to get dirty. Ask questions. That's the biggest thing. If you don't know something, don't keep breaking it. Go ask go someone ask that question, might have right. a, a better opinion or the knowledge to help you. Um, that's the biggest thing is just always strive to go forward. Always ask questions. Always look to the person, the most knowledgeable person in the room. That's who I always look to go to. I try to find the best mechanic or the best welder or the best worker, hardest worker. Go get by their side, kinda, you know, they call it babysitting, but I mean, you learn a lot from the people that already know. If you just watch, keep your mouth shut, head down, just do it, that's, that's the easiest way for me that I found that you get over those butterflies real quick and you get a good foot into whatever you're doing.
0: Key words, guys, ask questions and most importantly, listen, uh, yeah, find the mentor, <laughs> find the mentor. So what about you, um, Mrs. Moore? What What advice would you give someone who might be a little bit apprehensive about leaving the nest and, and getting that first job and getting that first experience outside of the A centers or outside of uh, your program?
3: I think that, you know, like Zach said, you just got to kind of dive in head first Um the biggest part and, and he, he nailed it. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. Ask questions when you need to. Um, I will say I'm not a big fan of the phrase I know. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. and you can't learn everything on YouTube. I'm just saying, Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can learn a lot, but you can't learn everything. And I do think that is one of the big things that we have to overcome in this day and time is, um, a lot of our young people, there is so much available through mm-hmm. the computer and social media. Um, they forget that we have real life people here that that can give them the tips and the tricks of the trade that may not make it into some of the videos. Um, so, it, and the other thing I think to try is it, it, we work very hard at kind of breaking the kids in easy, so to speak. You know, we don't want to bring them in the first day and just kind of throw them out there and right. see if they sink or swim. Yeah, throw them in the deep water, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we bring kids in with a purpose, so we kind of have an idea of what would be appropriate level tasks to start them with. Um, and and that's the thing when the kids come in is is they have to be able to speak up and, and ask questions and, and not be afraid to say, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do or right. I'm not sure what you're asking me to do. Um, just going forward and kind of winging it does not necessarily work, Not especially not in our world, not in the construction world. I mean accidents can happen and and you know bad things can come of it so that particularly in our world kids have to be prepared to speak up and and say when they need help
0: right a lot of a lot of the times when we're out there recruiting and talking to kids and a lot of them will ask how much experience do i need to actually participate in the a center and, yeah just to I, sign up it's yeah, like, it's, like, yeah it's like you no, don't need any you that. <laughs> this you're here to learn this is mm-hmm. what you're here to do no one. No one's expecting you to come in there and, and know everything. And I exactly. feel like some of the kids feel the pressure to, oh, I have to know this amount before I can even try or even think about trying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you just got to be willing to go in there and listen and learn and find that mentor. Yeah.
2: Um, with being that you've gone through this, this experience, um, a lot of parents, because of, you could say, decades worth of college is the only trip, You mm-hmm. know, the only avenue. What would you tell a parent who is you know apprehensive about their child who's come to them saying i want to go to the a center i want to take auto mechanics i, I want to go to the A center i want to do whatever there's a, a lot of parents it's it worries them you know mm-hmm. is this where they should be going what would you say to a parent that you've now that you've experienced what would you tell that parent to maybe get them over that hump saying you know what do you think
3: the a center doesn't negate college and and zach's twin luke is well actually zach's proof of that too because zach did the community college route for Mm -hmm. a little while right um and that's when he he got exposure more exposure to welding then um and that's when it really came to him that college is just not his bag and you know we had to accept that as parents um and i think a big part of it is parents have to realize you know the A centers don't negate opportunity; they create opportunity, and they create a great backup plan. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, college is extremely competitive now. Right. Um, the number of state schools, that uh, – Virginia has a great state school system, um, but they're all really hard to get into, and not every kid can get into those. And even some of the mid mid to upper range kids have a hard time getting into our really good state schools. Um, so that brings you into the private sector, um, which costs are not getting cheaper; they're only going no. up. And no. and you got to weigh the 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 investment factor. Um, You know, you got a kid if they come out with a hundred or hundred and twenty thousand dollars worth of school loans, and they're making forty thousand dollars a year. You do the math. Right. Yeah. You right. know, it, it's. Oh, it, trust it really me, I, is. I'm feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I am feeling it. Yeah. They want
0: their money, uh, like I say, all the time, on the time. Yes. Without well, excuse or yes. exception.
3: Um, and I think it's just getting parents to realize and to and to change that mindset that a plumber is an honorable profession. An electrician is an honorable profession. An equipment mechanic is an honorable, you know, they're I mean, all honorable exactly. and good professions. Honestly,
0: what would we do without these these people?
2: Civilization. Like I, like, I love saying civilization could not work without them. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't
3: happen. We wouldn't have hospitals. We wouldn't yep. be sitting in this room we're right. sitting. We wouldn't be using this equipment that None we're working on or talking on. I mean, it, people forget. What the the trades do for us day in and day out, they're really a lot of the unsung heroes that are not celebrated, and especially working in the trade field that I work in, they need to be celebrated. People need to understand that you know we can't live without all of our trades. Oh yeah,
0: and here at CTE we work hard to celebrate those kids moving on to the world of work. I don't know if you guys uh, have ever heard of our Signing Day.
3: Mm -hmm. You guys want
0: to maybe comment on that and how that might you know, help the per, per, uh, perception of CTE or of moving into the world of work is not being a bad thing.
3: Love it. Love, love, love it. I remember when Mac told me that it was going to happen. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it last year, but I did make it to the signing day this year. And I, I just think it's phenomenal. Um, I'm with Mac, you know, when kids, oh, I'm just going to work. That's that's yeah. not a bad thing. Right. That's right. that's a good thing. I mean, to be gainfully employed is a phenomenal <laughs> thing. But
2: but you know, in the past it was it wasn't celebrated. You know we, you know yeah. it was if you're going to college, it was like yay you know kids going to college you know and you had the ceremony for the athletes that were going to college, they're getting the scholarships and you know wearing the jerseys and stuff. And and even in the military, they were being celebrated. They have their event. So they're, they're leaving high school, going into the military. But the, when it comes to you know, kids that were graduating and going to work, they didn't have the fanfare that everybody else was getting. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when Max' great, you know, idea for this is just, you know, these kids just seeing them the past two years since we've had it. I mean, the, the look on their faces—they're up there at the table with the cameras going, and the parents in the audience, and the dignitaries from the county, all being there, going, "Oh my gosh, look what well, look what we've gotten into!" You know, they're getting that notoriety that they weren't getting in the past. I just, I love it. I think it's great. And to thank see you Mac. the company, yes. <laughs> thank, thank you so Mac's much. over Mac. here in the corner, listening, yeah. smiling.
3: <laughs> well, and to see the number of companies that are starting to participate, because let's face mm-hmm. it. With the shortage we have the trade shortage we have the companies have got to step up right they have to participate we have to train we have to mentor we have to in intern these young trades people because let's face it it doesn't happen overnight does it that no it doesn't um and unless the companies are participating in being a part of it they can't gripe and cry about the shortage if they're not you got to be a part of the solution not the problem. Yeah, right, one absolutely. of the latest
2: the latest statistics that I found was that of companies that are in the trade their employees are working in the trades field, the 80% of them are not able to take on all the work they could because they do not have the people mm-hmm. to do the work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's they've you know, a lot of them are stepping up. More of them need to. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. All right guys, this episode is actually run 35 minutes now just about
3: we're just getting started again
0: (laughs) that's what happens when you're having a good conversation so i gotta i gotta bring it to a close uh either one of you guys want to leave some final thoughts with our listening audience maybe some words of encouragement for people who want to get into the field or people who might be apprehensive let's do this zach leave some words of encouragement for some kids who might be on the fence about getting into your your field of work and uh miss moore leave some encouragement for the parents who may be apprehensive about letting their kids experience everything that CTE and the A centers have to offer. So Zach?
1: I mean if any kid's on the fence I'd say go for it just because it always creates a better opportunity for yourself. If the college route doesn't work out you always fall back work with your hands and now you have a inside look on how to do that and It just gives you so much more opportunities than, say, the set person that just tries the college route. You always have a backup plan, and you'll always be employed.
2: And it's not a – financially, it's not a bad choice. Mm -hmm. It is right up there with college. (laughs) 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 All
0: right, Mrs. Moore?
3: You know what? Moms and dads, let go of that baby bird's feet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? Let them get out there. Like Zach said, it opens the world up to a whole lot of opportunities. It doesn't negate – a college opportunity, and uh, it, it gives kids different pathways that they can explore. Um, so encourage and uh, promote your kids to try these these different a- avenues and opportunities.
0: All right, I want to thank you guys both for being here, hanging out with us inside what I call the CTE Bat Cave. <laughs> We're playing from home. All right, so thank you guys so much for joining us. That was Zach and Susan Moore. Um, to people who have a lot to say and have have offered very very interesting and different perspectives the type of perspectives that we'd like to hear uh, about cte okay uh guys be sure to check us out on social media twitter facebook instagram and youtube all at henrico cte the website not going to try the w's this time just going to go with (laughs) with henrico (laughs) cte.com and mike tell them where they can find the podcast you can find
2: the podcast anywhere you can find your favorite podcast we're going to be there spotify anchor google uh apple just you just look for us you're gonna find us yeah
0: just google us if you google us you'll find Uh, us yes i have (laughs) not been able to not find any of our programs right it's henrico cte now thank you guys so much for joining us i'm john garnett for mike roberts for zach moore and susan moore we will see you guys on another edition of henrico cte now see you later guys so long